Welcome to the Victor Collins Sabre podcast. We pray the Holy Spirit will speak to you and stir you up as you listen to this anointed, transformative, and down-to-earth teaching by Bishop Collins. Discover how God can change your life and ministry forever. Enjoy the message. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much. What a joy, what a privilege and a blessing it is to be around, to be alive, to still being considered as a vessel to use. Speak to our hearts this morning like never before. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Jolene, you made it. I'm excited. Yeah, my first, first service members are very special. You know, yeah. I'm waiting for their weddings. Yeah. So I'm, I'm trying to rear goat and sheep. Sheep and goats. Uh, so when you get married and I like you, I'll kill one for you. <laughs> uh, those who are married already, your time is fast. Anniversary, <laughs> uh, we'll kill a chicken for you. <laughs> Uh, this better than nothing, isn't it? <laughs> Wonderful. We're looking at Acts chapter 1. Acts chapter 1. Uh, I think I'm sharing on, on the subject of a witness, being a witness, isn't it? Yeah, I'm trying to conclude it today and then um, New Year Eve's Day, we'll do something else. So just for your information, we started our convention Friday night. I didn't see Jolene, I didn't see Jamela. Friday night, Saturday night. And tonight is our final night. And so I know Jolene will go and finish cooking and come back. I know Jamela will go and sleep and come back in the evening. Like, Pepperpot beef will come back. You know, Perica, you get cheap, cheap beef in Perica. You know, so I want to see all my nice people back tonight. Tonight is going to be a special night. I've been, I've been preaching and teaching about strength. You must be strong. You, mu- you must be strong. As a Christian, you must be strong. The Bible talks about when, when Joshua took over from Moses, the Lord told him that only be strong and be courageous. You, you have to be strong and you must take decisions that will bring strength into you and into your Christian life. Are you, are you with me? So tonight I continue with my final um, a message, and I believe that you're going to be blessed. I said, I believe you're going to be blessed. Interestingly, we love God, we want to see God, we want to experience God, but we don't know how it works, even though we experience Him all the time. Yeah. I mean, by and by, I have, and I'm growing to appreciate things that don't normally happen in many places. It's something as simple as prophecy. When a human being, a human being's mouth opens and then a person seems to be speaking by inspiration, it's, it's rare. It's very rare. But at the same time, when you experience it, you will not appreciate it because it sounds just like it's Cherry who's talking. It's fantastic. Today's what? Wednesday night. Wednesday night I was in a small meeting around 1 a.m., 1.30 a.m. in the Macarius house. I was talking to some people about some things. All of a sudden, the Lord showed up. How? To a person, to a human being. <laughs> when God shows up, how do you want him to show up? Dress up in suit and come into the... That's not how it is. When God shows up, he shows up in a human being. If you are going to experience God, you have to be open to experience a human being. It's like love. If you are going to experience love, it's a human being who is going to bring love in your, in your life. You want to experience romantic love? It's a man who's going to give you that romantic love. It's not God. God doesn't kiss people. Eros. God is the agape. He's not the erotic one. 
So if you are going to, if Abigail is going to experience erotic man, somebody who's going to touch her breast and squeeze her bumsy and out of it, it's not, if God is going to bless, it's a human being God will give to her to do that to her. I think that one we understand. So in the same way, when it comes to spiritual things, it's people God will use. And the, the, the lack of understanding of this is what makes people see people and just pass them. That's how you can have somebody that God has really anointed. Now, there's, 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 a, there's a prophecy that Phoebe, Phoebe prophesied last Sunday night. Not according to her will. She would never prophesy. If you ask her to prophesy, she would never do it. And I was, I think I, I was led to video it. And I wish I could share the video with you. But I don't want her to be. Yeah, it's, it's, it's too, it's too. But it is what she said. It is what she said. Or, or what the Lord said, spoke through her. And you see that again. He sees that when he speaks through Cherry, we don't pay attention. So now he chooses somebody out of the blue. Because if God is going to tell you something, he will say it through a human being. He will say, one of the most important people, one of the very, very short channels God is going to use is your pastor. Oh, yes. He's an established channel. It's like the pipe in your house that you fetch water from. That's, that's, if you need water, that's where you go. You know now go and look for some PVC pipe somewhere buried in the ground. Some GWI water trying to break it and see if you can get water from it. That's, that's not how you behave. In all the things we do in our lives, if, if you want to go shopping, you go to the shop that you are accustomed to. People are used to. I mean, you can follow people and you see the pattern. When you get up in the morning, you're going to work. You don't go to Rome. You, there's a particular place you go. That is the established source of your labor. And so this, is, this, this must also be an established source of your, 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 your relationship with God. This is your church. That's why everybody must have a church. And then the person who is in charge of the church is the person God has appointed to use to talk to you. So as I'm talking, it's God who is talking. You, 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 got, you, got, you got to look at it like that. Otherwise, you serve God and not experience anything. And that Wednesday night, I felt, I felt like the transfiguration. You know the transfiguration? Jesus took Peter, James, and John, and they went to a mountain. And the Bible says he was transfigured before them. It, it is like that. I was talking to some people about something, and all of a sudden, boom, Prophecy. Prophecies. Ah, 130 a.m. <laughs> we are getting ready to cross the bridge. G was dozing. He was tired. And, and it's like the, the transfiguration, the, the voice said, this is my beloved son. Beloved son, isn't it? That, that's what, that's what the, the, um, Peter, James, and John, and Jesus. That's what the transfiguration. When they saw uh, Elijah and Moses, the voice said that this is my beloved son. You must listen, hear, hear him, listen to him. Listen to him because he's the one I have chosen to speak to you. In all of Guyana, there's a, a place you go and you sleep. Life begins to change when you sleep in two places. Yeah, you go and sleep here Saturday night, wake up Sunday morning in a, in a, in a, in a strange bed. But even when you go back home Monday night, that bed is, is very different. Yeah, how have, you, have you slept outside before? Oh, I'm talking to angels who came from heaven this morning. Sweetie, you are smiling. I know you are not an angel. Like I am also not an angel. <laughs> yeah, you, you, no matter, no matter. There's, there's a particular house in a particular neighborhood, a particular bed, whether it's soft or hard or on the floor that you have been assigned to sleep on or in. Anytime you sleep anywhere, it's still not the same feeling as the established place. 
that, that is why sometimes people say, you know what? No matter the churches I go to, the lighthouse feeling, the shepherd house feeling, the good shepherd feeling, it's not there. No, no, you, 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 see, you are just the one who is deceived because you think that your own bed is, is going to be, <laughs> another bed will, be, will, will feel like the, the, your own bed. It is not the same. In your own house, you, you are free. You know how to carry yourself around. If you sleep somewhere else, now you have to wash your panties. And, and don't ha- you see, when you're in your house, you wash your panties, you just throw it anywhere. When you go to sleep somewhere, when you wash your panty, you got to chuck it to your bag. I chuck it to your bag. <laughs> you know, you can't put the panties all over the place. Yeah. yeah but if, even that, speaking about panties, do you know that things that are so private like that, if you leave them in a very strange place, somebody can use that against you? Spiritually? Yeah. yeah. Your panties, you wash it in a strange house and you hang it. And you, you are there, you are free. If you go home and forget it, you come back and come and pick it up. Do you know what has gone into it as you're putting it back? When you own house, you are safe. You, like, you, can't, even, you, can, you can't dry it, you can just wash it and put it in the bathroom. You understand what I'm saying? I don't know why I started like this, but I, I believe that God wants us to understand. I mean, I, I just feel that all that the disciples were experiencing, we are also experiencing it, except that we don't understand. We don't appreciate. Yeah, and God is good to us, I tell you. One day when we die, we'll go. And everybody's going to die. Have you thought of that? Yeah, yeah. You go. Do you know you leave your car and go? So you, ha- you, have to, you have to make a will now. Yeah. Now that you have a car, you should, make, you should just write a will. Everybody knows that when I die, I don't want my body to go to Ghana. Even if I, if I don't do a pre-burial will. Oh, you didn't know? Yeah. But church, my body is for the church. But, but please, at the back here. Yeah. We are also starting our Ecclesiastes Gardens. <laughs> we don't know who go there first. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and you see, it is, important, it is important to decide whilst you are alive than for people to decide for you when you are dead. You take your body somewhere that if you are alive, you wouldn't like. It's not your real place. So you have to decide. People think that, this is, oh, I'm not going to die now and all that. You don't know where you're going. And so I'm saying it. I'm saying it. By the grace of God, if I'm even 90 or 100 when I die, at least you know what is happening. But nobody can say in this church that you are taking my body to Ghana. Nobody knows me in Ghana anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is where I've lived. And I burn, I burn and grow. I'm from a Christian Sikubo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. More people, my, my, my funeral will be relevant to people here than to my home country, Ghana. Yeah. I'm sure this place will be packed when, when I'm no more. It will, be, it, will, it will pack in my lifetime, but it will also be packed when I pass away. Yeah. Don't let me die before you pack this place. Oh. Sure. That my jumbi will come and disturb you in the night. <laughs> Hallelujah. And so please listen to what God has for you today. Being a witness. The Bible says that the former treatise, have I made O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to do and to teach. When Jesus came, people didn't realize he was God incarnate. It was when he was dying that the centurion and one of the army commanders realized that, no, 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 this guy is different. He walked among them. People said all kinds of things about him. And not until he rose again, people experienced Jesus rather spiritually than physically. His mother, his brothers, sisters, they, they, they came on board after. In the upper room, 120 of the disciples had met in Acts chapter 1 when they were praying. His mother and his brethren were there. At that time, they had come to realize that Charlie, our senior brother, he is not a normal senior brother. He's a different senior brother. And that is how Christian life is. God uses normal things 
God has been telling me over and over that he's, he walks among us and he sees everything we do. He tells me, he said, my son, I'm walking among you. The first night of the convention, one lady told me when they fell, he saw three angels here. No, when he fell, he saw an angel that she, she has not seen before. And this is somebody who sees angels around here. And whenever I'm here, you see. Esther, Esther, and these people, they see angels all around, all the time. All the time. So this particular person said, they saw an angel that is, um, it's like a, a, new, a new angel. So she told me that she, she you know, approached him and, and, and made a comment that, I, I, don't, I don't think I've seen you before. He said, oh, yeah. He said, he introduced himself to her. that He's called Raphael. And he, 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 he will start coming here. This is, his new assignment is to be here often. I know whether you believe what I'm talking about. <laughs> so not only does Angel Michael come around, not only does Angel Gabriel come around, now a third angel, a higher angel, has also been introduced. Because there are archangels. People see Michael here all the time. People see Gabriel here all the time. If your eyes open, you see that there's an angel walking with me as I'm moving around. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Insight and foresight. <laughs> yeah. And Wednesday night, the Lord said, it's a new season. So then I, I connected with the angel that the person saw. Can only be a new season when an extra angel has been introduced into the system. You believe in spiritual things, or are, are you in a class? Are you, are you at the University of Guyana? Uh, uh, sociology lectures or something? We're in church. Are you, are you here? Yeah. And so we have to talk about and we have to talk about things that are church-like. Venezuela and Guyana border controversy doesn't come here. You yeah, talk about supernatural things. Let them talk about Esikubo's we own. Esikubo is not we own. It's heaven that is we own. So that and leave Esikubo right there. And so Jesus told his disciples that the Holy Spirit will come upon them in Acts chapter 1 verse 8. And that when the Holy Spirit comes upon them, they will become witnesses. Jesus needs people to go around to testify about him. And so he invested in a particular agent. It's when you go to, when you go to New York, you'll be there. Yeah. When you go to New York, you see it, come on. Where my brother lives in New York, in the Bronx, there's a street called Fordham Road. Fordham Road. You'll be there. There's a U.S. Army Recruitment Center like a, a temporal structure on one of the major bridges or intersection, uh, one of the major roads in, in that area. U.S. Army Recruitment Center. They are there from 9 to 5 every day. They are open to recruit people who want to become soldiers in the U.S. Army. Every day. Serious. There are people who have been employed as recruitment officers. There, when you go, they'll show you nice pictures, opportunities. Even here in our country, people, people believe and people have accepted that if you go into the army, it has better, better facilities and better opportunities for especially young boys from depressed neighborhoods. I don't want to mention the name for somebody to be offended. You see, that's a, a lot of young boys to end up going to the army. Yesterday, when I was coming here, I, I heard the sound of the police car. I looked at my driving mirror. I didn't see no police car. Uh, 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 what? This. Um, 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 um. It was in Audi. It was uh, 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 after 192, one, another one came. 312 or something. 212. Uh-huh. It was a 212. <laughs> so when it passed me, the guy driving was in an army uniform. Then two other cars, a note. 
behind him with army uniform, boys sitting inside. The second one was something similar. Passing. I said, look at these people. Me too, I should put something in my car and I'll do people. Oh, yo, oh, yo, oh, yo, oh, yo. <laughs> yeah. People believe that you're going to the army. So, so the U.S. Um, has a recruitment center encouraging young boys and young girls to give themselves to the army. The church also. God has brought us in. He says he has invested in what we call the Holy Spirit. He says that and when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you shall receive power and you shall be witnesses unto me. Verse 22. When they were trying to replace Judas. Remember? Their their replacement for you. Oh yeah. Their replacement. At your workplace, in your house, in your marriage, in the church, everything you do in life, there's somebody who is ready to replace you if you don't appreciate what God is doing for you. You don't have a right to a position forever. It is the gift and the grace of God to have something for a long time. You can easily be replaced. There's a story of a pastor in Germany. My last trip with Prophet, when I drove him, was to a church in Cologne, Germany in 2000 and, or 2004. The church, the pastor invited Prophet because when his wife was dying of cancer, the wife told him, the pastor, to marry the lady who videos the service. You have to make your will before you die. Before you die, you see your husband marry somebody you don't like. <laughs> yeah, you'll be turning your grave and say, Lord, let me go back, Lord. Let me go back, Lord. Let you go back, you can't come back. <laughs> so on her dying bed, she pointed a, 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 replace, a replacement to her husband. Can you believe it? You never think about that. You should punish single, isn't it? <laughs> no, I'm not marrying nobody. You're only good for me, not for anybody else. No, no, it's, it's a reality. You'd be surprised that the, that the day you die, funeral, Sundays, chapel street, everything, one week. The second week, there's a woman coming to the house. You'd be very surprised. You wake up and say, hey, boy, you didn't even wait long. Wait long? You're making a joke. <laughs> <laughs> so the wife pointed to the lady behind the camera. Yeah. And, and true to the wife, say, the, 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 the pastor married the lady and the church finished. When the pastor married the girl, the church finished. Because the church, they agree. So in his Trials and his tribulation, his persecutions, he found the book Loyalty and Disloyalty. He said, I want the man to come and preach in my church. And that's how we got to the church. Yeah. How can church members decide who the pastor marries? God forbid if, 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 if I, am, I am bereaved and I want to marry Shona. Do I need your approval? I married a small, medium-sized woman. Now I want a giant. Is that your problem? <laughs> so, oh, I'm disappointed in Bishop. You disappointed me. You must disappoint yourself. <laughs> no, the church finished. It tells you how church members can behave, thinking that the, 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 the pastor should do what they want. Yeah, the church finished. A man got somebody. I don't know how he got this loyalty and this loyalty. He said, hey, this man should come to my church and preach. When we went to the church to preach, Charlie, if, if, you, you can easily, if you are not a Christian, you can easily be angry with a woman. As they are sitting down, the woman is holding the husband's handle in the front seat. Hey, 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 hey. holding, it's she man, she man. Hold it, the man's hands. When, when, when it's time to get up and say hallelujah or something, their hands are together. 
Yeah, when they say, oh, lift up your hands, that the pastor and the, and it's like a, a very short, uh, cute lady. The hands are up with the husband. And then even as they are sitting down and the preaching is going on, her head is on the husband's shoulder. Hey, do you leave the church? <laughs> do you leave the church, I tell you. <laughs> if you are somewhere, you went to the church to, to, to my people business, you won't go back. She was enjoying. Ah, well, it's, that's what has brought us here. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure the wife probably picked, I don't know what she picked up or something. Yeah. So, they chose Matthias to replace Judas. But the statement Peter made is what he's revealing. He says that, let us choose somebody to come and be a big man with us. Let us choose somebody to come and be a, a, a deacon with us. He said, let us choose one. Was taken up from Must one be ordained? Did you have New Living Translation? Let's see how it's, what it says. Ordained from the time he was baptized by John until the day he was taken from us. Whoever is chosen will join us as witnesses of Jesus. You, you, you see what the, the person is coming in not as an obontia. You know an obontia. It's like you are not, you are not being married to come and control us. Why, why do you think a man will marry a woman? It's, it's a lot of physicality. Women don't understand that. I, I see, you, you see, you don't understand your breast. That's why you show it. If only you knew that your, your breast is poisoned, you cover it. <laughs> you cover it. Hey, please, I don't want to poison you, please. I'll button my breast all the way up here. It's poisonous. Yeah, yeah. You don't know what the, you don't know what breast. You, to you, breast is just something that you carry as a woman. Hey, to a man, it's heaven on earth. I tell you. It's addictive. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can't believe why you carry something with you and, and, and it, it makes a man <laughs> most men it's not like they love you they love what you are carrying <laughs> yeah you want to see your shape your body size, your height you know how you smile, how your buttocks shakes when you're walking they, 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 they like that rather it's, it's not that they love Jolino who is Jolino? I love the, the thing that follows Jolene that's what I'm interested in <laughs> <laughs> and that's the one who, to whom to, to whom for, to whom does it belong to? I, it belongs to me. That's how men think. That's how many of you will realize that the moment you, you make a child with a man, that's when you separate. Because he didn't come in for a child. He didn't come in for sex seriousness. You are the one who's that serious. <laughs> no, he came in because Charlie, when he sees your shape, so, wow, I want to play guitar. Thrilling, thrilling. <laughs> yeah, he wants to be excited. You, you've gone to bring children. I'm gone. You call me, my phone is off. Because my phone ain't working. <laughs> yeah. The man did not decide. It's not his plan. So you see clearly here that the Bible teaches us that when we are brought into Christianity, when we are brought into leadership, when we are brought into the church, it is for a particular purpose. And the purpose is to join a group of people to become witnesses of Jesus' resurrection. Now, it's a little different now than then because when they were doing this thing, practically Jesus had died and he had risen and everybody knew about it. So it was, it was a little simple to talk about it. Now... You, Jesus was not your classmate. And he didn't die and he came back. And so your story and your testimony is different. But art says that God showed, Jesus showed himself to the disciples by many, many infallible proofs. The verse 3. Many infallible proofs. And that is what we can take something from. That God has actually proven beyond a doubt that he's alive and he's working in our lives. That's your son, isn't it? What's your name? Sasha. Wow, beautiful Sasha. 
I'm sure when you went to the hospital, it wasn't easy for you. You could have died. People go to the hospital, they don't come back. I think we think that we can go to the hospital and just come back. It's normal, it's natural. That God owes us that. If I don't come back, I'll be very surprised by her. There are things that God gives to us to prove that he, God, is alive. And that is what we have as, as a testimony of the life of Jesus and the life of God to talk about to other people. Are you with me? And so, we started speaking about what are the characteristics of a witness. Now, if you're a witness, one, two, three, four, five shows that you're a witness. If you're a wife, you can't wake up and not cook. Now that you're not a wife, you wake up, if you like, don't even look at the kitchen. It's okay. You don't get into trouble. But when you become Mrs. Harry, you can't just wake up and get out of the house. You have a, a big boy. A big boy in the house, you have to mind. You have to, you have to create food. You have to create an atmosphere. You have to create a certain excitement. Your life becomes different. Life becomes different. And many people are not able to embrace the difference in their life. And now, you can't just go out of the house without reporting to your boss, man, that I'm going out. <laughs> and so, so I've come back. It's like, why I have to tell you? It even becomes a row. The why you go out, you don't tell me nothing. I call you for a new dinner. Where, where you went? Oh, but you go somewhere, you don't tell me. It becomes a row. It's like, the, you, the, it's your father. Your father is minding you. No, no, no. Life changes. There are characteristics of marriage, husband and wife. Oh, your house is different. You have to learn to put things properly. You have to learn to not touch his wallet. When you are not allowed to touch his wallet. <laughs> yeah. now, now some monies, if you were alone, you would have spent the money anyhow. Now it's just that this money, you can't, you can't spend this money so... You ask yourself, why can I not spend it? Say, well, we are not single anymore. You have responsibility. We got light bill for pay. You can't just spend money just so. And people say, man, marriage is something else, man. <laughs> yeah. Characteristics of a witness. Number one, a witness is not silent. If you have experienced something, You'll never be quiet about it. I like how Rodney Howard Brown says it. When I started watching his videos in the early uh, 90s in Amsterdam, he, he, is, he is somebody who comes around and ministers and talks and preaches the Spirit of God. And he says that. I mean, he, it was like he, he took revival with him to America. Any church he goes, Charlie, you fall down, you laugh, you, you embarrass yourself. You will embarrass yourself. And he explains it. When people fall down, and like yesterday, somebody fell like a lady, and then she was like that. Hey, it was some way, bro. <laughs> I mean, why, why would a lady fall on the ground? And then, it's, I mean, you, you have to be holy not to. I'm sure human beings like me, it was, your mind went to a place. Hey. He says that. All those things that happen that you don't have control over. You see, it is just like when you are closing the door of a vehicle and your finger is in the way and then it jams your finger. He says that he'll be very surprised if you say, oh, excuse me. My finger is in between the door. Can I take it out? I mean, he says it very funny. He said, you will shout! <laughs> you will holler! Because he said, you know why? Because he said, it touched you. The pain, it, it touched you. It went, it went inside of you. So once it goes inside of you, you cannot but open your mouth. And that's what some people do. When you say something to them and it pains them, 
They can't, they forget about the Bible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, they forget about church, they forget about bishop, they forget about God, and they will abuse you because the thing you said, it touched them. Hey, you think I'm stupid? I'm stupid. You're often and puffing. You want to be fighter because that thing touched you, especially when you tell people about your mother. Yeah, you know me more. You, you do. You know me more. You know me. <laughs> I'm sure Ashi is girl. What was your name? What's your name? Eden. 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 I'm sure when he grows up, you better don't tell him about his mother. Yeah, you better don't tell him about his mother. Look how his mother has, has, has brought him to church. A nice, lovely, platy hair, combi hair, go everywhere with he. He said, My child don't sleep nowhere. And all of them. And when he gets big, you, call, you talk about him, mother. Yeah. He would joke you. <laughs> In the same way, God is expecting us to do the same about him. That he has. And he must have had so much of an impact on us for us not to be. When I did this, I remember when people are having sex. And the, the man puts his hand on the girl's mouth. I said, oh God, I can't keep quiet. You touch me. You touch something. Something. You touch something. The ball. The ball. I've had people react differently. People bite. <laughs> they turn into cats. They bite. People scratch. People scream. People who choke. And people who just, they are cool. Yes, <laughs> but you see, when you are touched and it affects you, 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 risk, you are not quiet. So is it that God has not touched us? It is that God has not affected us. The, the way we are quiet eh, at work, nobody knows that you're a Christian. In the bus, nobody knows that you believe in God. At home, nobody knows that you, you, you are following God. Is that, is that God's reward? All you need is for, for your husband or your, a man's tongue to go into your ears like that. Hum. You get what You react. Where is God's reaction? Where is God's reaction from us in this world? So a witness is never silent. Hey. No, there are some men when you meet them, you, you, you don't forget them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I had a, a, a girl tell a boy, he said, this thing that you carry, don't share it around. He said, the, if, the impact of this thing, you destroy people's life. Please don't. <laughs> and there was somebody who was breaking up with somebody. He said, he said the only thing I'll tell you is that this thing you carry, please don't just, don't just, don't, yeah, no, it's, <laughs> it's a tomahawk missile. <laughs> don't share it. Because what it has done to me, it, it, it's not good. You, you, have to, you have to hold on and just worry the phone. <laughs> because as we are breaking, I mean, if I, if, I, if I don't remember anything, the way the explosion was, it was too much. You are not quiet. And even among you women, you talk. Friends, you talk. Say, actually, yeah, this boy, I had this guy. I had this guy, this guy was this, this guy. Oh, my, my child father is the only man I'll marry. I'll do Obia for him. I was praying for. 
a couple. Not knowing that the, 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 the guy's child mother had done Obia on the girl, the new girl. So the, 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 the woman who did Obia was talking to me from the girl. Telling me that a man is, is she man. Why do you think people go so far to do those things? Because they, have, they are witnesses and they can't be silent. <laughs> they can't be silent. It's me, man. Nobody can take me, man. Nobody. Number two, a witness is not. A witness is sacrificial. You can be a witness. The Bible says that when the church started, they had all things common. There was nothing that says that, oh, it's mine. So as we close and Jamela is driving out, she doesn't roll her, her windows and lock her doors and put on her sunglasses and just drive straight. The car can take five people. So as Jamela is driving out, at least, she, at least I, I can sit in the front seat as she takes me out. Yeah, when I go home, I finish my church, I go home. A witness is sacrificial. Number three, witness is bold. Be surprised. I mean, you'd be surprised how people do things. Oh, you'd be surprised what people do. People are bold. They come and sit in the church like that. For you are glorious. <laughs> it's in the church. Yes. Things people talk about. Things that boys talk about. Some boys have a list of girls. They write the name and they take conquered. Both the things they do. Oh! People are not shy. Hey, you are not shy. It's in the church your face looks like you are shy. You are not shy. Sasha. Is it Sasha? You are not shy. Good. Thank you very much. She says no. <laughs> I like that. I like your honesty. I don't know. Shyness? People play shy. If we get you in the right place at the right time. Oh, oh, oh. yeah. So here you can drink 12 bottles of, of beer and nothing will happen to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you come to church, it's like you can't even lift up your hands and pray. Say, lift up your hands. <laughs> lift up your hands. <laughs> lift up your hands. <laughs> you can drink 12, 12 bottles of beer. Like one case. Yeah. Yeah. Come, come in your you, 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 you behavior is too small. Yeah? Twelve bottles of beer. You sit down like joke, like joke, like joke, like joke, like joke, like joke. By 1 a.m. when you get up, staggering. Twelve bottles. Even you have to add a shot to it before you can really feel. Yeah. <laughs> a witness is bold. Last one. Witness is not ashamed. A witness is not ashamed. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Romans chapter 1, verse 1. The Romans? Romans 116. Ashamed? Ashamed? I am not ashamed. <laughs> I met a church member many years ago. I went to the house. I was surprised. Nice girl. Dress up. I mean, came to church as a pastor. I went to visit them. I mean, are you a pastor? Do you visit people? And I went to the place. The house was a box. Much box. When you enter, you see the stove and the chair set. The chair set I have to go down to sit on. <laughs> it's so low. And when you sit, you see that you, you go down and <laughs> it's sinking. Then I realized there was a blind. And behind the blind 
was a queen-size bed that the church members' mother and parents were sleeping on. And then next to the, on the other side of the, of the, of the house, was a bunk bed. Herself and her child were sleeping on the top top bunk. Her brother and his child mother were sleeping on the bottom bunk. (laughs) I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Church member, come to church. Visitation, normally. When you come Sunday, Along the week, I went to visit. This is the street address. I went there, went to visit. I went to sit there. And as I interacted, this, all these people are there. And the child mother of the, of the brother had one or two children. So they, I don't know where they were sleeping. They were sleeping with mommy and daddy on the bed. It's a full house. People are not ashamed of things. And sometimes I'm surprised how we close from all night. Some girls will go and stay with her for the night. I wonder. People are not ashamed, though. You go to a house. The house is already filled. You, you, that is not your home. Set of children with a woman. And then you go and sleep inside the house. No shame. People do not have shame. I'm telling you, people, when they are doing things that they are very bold and convinced about, they are not ashamed. Oh, I'm telling you, you should look at people and their pictures on Facebook and all the social media. You see how people just shoot themselves, they flaunt themselves. You ask yourself, are you not like a dead body? You look like a dead body. Your face powder, your eye wig, whatever, you look so ugly and strange. But they're flaunting themselves. They're flaunting. They show off. They say, hey. They do, is it memes you call it? Memes and things. And then, like this thing that goes for about, is it? Boomerang. <laughs> Maybe about two seconds. Like that. He said, look at you. People are not ashamed at all. But we seem to be ashamed. of Jesus Christ. The Son of God who loved us, saved us, has brought us thus far. And so we can't talk about him. One day I heard a story of a sweet woman who slapped the mistress. (laughs) Yeah. So the man, this married man, has a side chick. We call it side chick. Side chick, right? It's like, that, that's a backyard garden. You have a family, you have a backyard garden. <laughs> and I think the, the wife had heard about this side chick. That the more one day, I think somebody told the side chick that the woman has been talking some bad things about her. Hey, she vanished him out. Charlie? The side chick went on the woman at the mall. Started coughing, she back up. Hey! Some people are even ashamed and hiding when they found themselves in love with somebody's husband. They like it, but they hide it. They, 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 They do so quiet that people don't see. You, the side chick, you, you, you are not the main dish. You are the side. You order the fries. And then you are the side. Coleslaw. You are the side. You are not the chicken. You are the side. Mashed potato. <laughs> she now, instead of being quiet and asking God for mercy, she now is going to fight the mistress. So when the matter comes up, what are you going to say? Uh, I beat my, my side man's wife. <laughs> <laughs> it's, there's, so, there's so much shame about it. But some people don't care. Ladies and gentlemen, we have, we have a responsibility. And the earlier 
we really catch the spirit that makes these characteristics clear, the better. Because otherwise, Jesus will tell us that we were brought in to be witnesses of him. What did we do? Stand to your feet, please. Jesus. Father, thank you so much for speaking to us today. May we be affected by this word. May we be fruitful because of this word. Help us by your spirit. In Jesus' name. You're here this morning, you're not saved, you're not born again. You're going to say, Bishop, please pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. If you're here like that, I want to pray with you. All you have to do is just lift up your right hand so I can pray with you. Bishop, pray for me. I want, to give, I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. I want to be saved. Thank you, Lord. Say this prayer with me, Heavenly Father. I am a sinner. All of us, forgive me of my sins. Wash me with the blood of Jesus. I believe with all my heart that Jesus lived. He died. He was buried. On the third day, he rose from the dead. I believe in Jesus. And I invite Jesus into my heart to be my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Father. Saving my soul. In Jesus' name. Amen. For booking and more information on the ministry of Victor Collins, please call us on 592 592- 691-5301 or email us at shepherdhousegy at gmail.com God richly bless you.